today we're talking through some of the things that we see in scripture as far as what submission actually is, what is biblical submission. And while there might be some tension, I want to encourage you to sit with that tension and hold it and pray about it because I think it's leading us somewhere. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach. And I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know that you have been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus, how he calls them, how he encourages them, how he equips them. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, helping you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I also include a lot of cultural and historical information that makes these familiar passages of scripture really come alive. This is a great study to do with maybe your teen girls or a group of friends from church, and it will really help you gain confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today is part three of our discussion on submission. And so the submission we see in Jesus is one of love and compassion and service. And so I'm going to read a a portion of Philippians chapter two, and I'm reading it from the Passion Translation. If you've not read the Passion Translation, um, it's a newer translation. I would recommend uh, checking it out. It's First study, I always use the New American Standard Version for in-depth, uh, you know, getting to the, the core heart of the original text. Actually, I use the Hebrew and Greek, but for regular study, I use the NASB. But the Passion Translation helps to helps you to understand the emotion behind the, the context. And I think it's really helpful, especially if there's some scriptures you're struggling with to kind of understand the passion translation is helpful. And last I knew, I know that there's a complete new Testament and I know that they're working on the old Testament. I think they have Psalms and Proverbs and maybe a couple other books done, but check it out. You can get it free online. So starting, uh, in I think this is verses one through 11, chapter two, verse one. Look at how much encouragement you found in your relationship with the anointed one. You are filled to overflowing and with his comforting love. You have experienced a deepening friendship with the Holy Spirit and have felt his tender affection and mercy. 
Now that is a reflection on submitting to Christ and, and the evidence of that or the fruit of that. And then now we turn to this idea of submitting to one another. So I'm going to keep going. It says, so I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, and united in one love. Walk together with one harmonious purpose, and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests and consider the example that jesus the anointed one has set before us let his mindset become your motivation that's the key there folks i'm interjecting letting the mindset of christ become our motivation instead of our own mindset i think that's the difference between healthy submission and unhealthy submission Anyway, I'm going to keep going. He existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. He humbled himself and he became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. And every tongue will proclaim in every language, Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to God, his father. Man, I think that a passage of scripture just so clearly identifies to us this biblical picture of submission. And going back through some of the things that I pulled out of there, being united in love. Well, what's that mean? It means it talks about one heart and one passion. That's God's heart and God's passion, not our own. And so being united in love comes from this place of pursuing God's direction and God's will, not our own. So it's getting rid of that selfishness. Uh, Walking together. Notice that saying walking together, not one in front and one behind. And so this idea of submission means you, I'm the head, you're the tail. Uh, No, God's the head, we're the tail, right? So walking together shows unity because we are pursuing Christ together. Uh, free from pride-filled opinions. Again, this is focus on self. Those pride-filled opinions, we just got to get our two words in, get our two cents in. Well, it's probably better to be quiet if that's your heart attitude. Um, self-promotion, putting, instead of doing self-promotion, putting others ahead and for, first. Like, instead of pushing yourself to the front of the line, viewing other people is more important. Again, getting rid of this selfishness. We see this over and over. And considering this example of Jesus, where he emptied himself and became a servant, this servant leadership becomes so important. He's humble. He's vulnerable. He's innocent, but he took on our guilt. So submission is about recognizing God's authority in our lives, just as Jesus did. And Jesus was fully man and fully God. If Jesus can submit to God's authority, so can we. Okay? If Jesus can submit to God's authority, so can we. The purpose of the disciplines, this is from Richard Foster. The purpose of the disciplines is freedom. Our aim is the freedom not the discipline. The moment we make the discipline our central focus, we turn it into law and lose the corresponding freedom. So submission is not about 
the actual act of submission. Submission is about the fruit that comes from obedience to Christ. So that freedom that comes from submission is relinquishing that need that we always have to control. Control is just one of those issues that can consume people. That's that's how the narcissism series got started with this consumption of pride and being birthed in this unhealthy need for control. Um, the freedom part is the part where we start to see the difference between genuine issues that we need to stand firm on. And those are, they're just us being stubborn. And I, I think that happens in the church. A lot of times we hold on to things so tightly because we are passionate about them or we want control or whatever it is. And instead God is asking us to hold things loosely with open, open hands, because that's where the blessing comes from. When we realize that none of this is ours anyway. And a lot of times we're standing on a hill. We're trying to die on a hill over something that doesn't even matter. I want you to understand something. This biblical idea of submission is not so much about us as it is about how we view other people. Father God, help us to recognize this aspect of submission that it's not about us, but it's about how we view other people. It's about how we recognize what you want to do in and through us as we serve other people. God, help us to start to understand your heart for submission and your heart for us that as we would walk in submission, we would recognize your plan for us. God, I thank you that this week we have the opportunity to read what your word says and, and to understand what you might be calling us to in our lives. God, I pray that as I recognize that this process is not easy for us, that you would reveal the truth and you would remind us your yoke is easy that your plan, your perfect plan for our lives is designed for us to walk in a way that gives us power over the crushing things of this world. That when we are submitted to you and we are submitted to your authority, that things look different, they feel different than had we not. So Lord, I pray for my friends, even right now, that this call to submission, they would be obedient in it. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Hey friends, before you go, I just wanted to fill you in on something. I've gotten a lot of questions recently about what's next. People have gone through the She Hears Bible study and they kind of want to have some direction as far as what to do next. Don't worry, I will be writing more studies. But in the meantime, the goal of the She Hears Bible study was to not only help you to learn how to hear Jesus through the example of the six women, in the study, but really for you to have a, a set of tools to use that you can apply to other passages of scripture. So what I have available for you on the resources page of my website is a couple different tools to help you do just that. And depending on your budget, there's lots of options. The first option is just a very simple uh, ESV version book of John Bible journal. And so what that is, is on one side, you have the scripture from the, the whole book of John. So on one side, you have the actual scripture verse by verse. And on the other side, you have places to take notes. And so that's a really easy place to continue doing the color method of study. And if you don't have the 
colors that we have designated in the study, those are available. I think they're just a couple bucks in the, in the resources page as well. But you can continue to use that color method throughout, you know, one chapter or a, a couple verses. It's a really easy way to do that. And they're small. You can kind of tuck it into your bag. The second resource is similar, except it's all four gospels like that. And so that, that one is done by Hosanna Revival and they're just beautiful. Um, I love them, just the aesthetic of them. They make me feel really special when I'm working in them. And so that's all four of the Gospels. And that's a little bit more expensive because you're getting the whole set. And then the third option, and there's two different price points depending on what you're looking for, is we have journaling Bibles. And so there's the hardcover that are beautifully painted and then also the leather bound. And what I love about those is when you open them up inside, you will see space in the margins to continue to write. Some people just have a thing about writing in their Bibles. Not me. My Bibles are all marked up. But if you have a thing about writing in your Bibles, this could be a dedicated journaling Bible where you can do the color method and not worry about getting, you know, your study Bible all messed up. And so I pray that those resources bless you. I started putting those in the shop after people started requesting them. And then I realized that I never really told you guys about them unless you private message me. So in case you're looking for what's next, what's more, this is a really good transition after you finish the She Hears Bible Study. I pray that it blesses you. Have a good week, friends. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call in your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.